Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. In, in the, the book of, uh, of Matthew 3.11, God gave Israel, uh, we can see numerous of signs in the Old Testament, including circumcision, which was an outward sign of the covenant. This was an outward sign of the covenant that, that of God in their lives and the Sabbath as a sign of rest for them. And the prophets indicated that the sign of the Messiah was His pouring out of this Holy Spirit that Joel wrote about. We can see that this Holy Spirit, His Spirit, uh, he said, is going to come upon thy seed. How many would like for your experience to, uh, to uh, be expressed on your seed? And, and that can go so many different facets. We could stay there and just preach for a minute. But the Lord is saying that He doesn't want only your, this generation to experience uh, the empowerment of God, but He wants your daughters and your sons and the generations, uh, their children and their children's children uh, to experience this outpouring of God's Spirit upon your seed and His blessing upon thine offspring is what He says. Moses took Israel through the Red Sea, which was a type of water baptism. We can see this here. that And the cloud by day and the fire by night, uh, we see, was a type of the Holy Spirit. What are you saying? The Holy Spirit is whatever they needed in the moment. In the, in the daytime, they needed something to comfort them, to cool them uh, during the heat of the day. But at the nighttime, they had a fire that would warm them. Amen. And how many knows there's all kinds of things that happens around a fire? So we, I, want you, I wanted to, to, to speak on this tonight because I believe that God is empowering a people. And He not only wants you to be empowered in one season, He wants you to every step be filled with His Spirit. He says, indeed, John says, I baptize you with water unto repentance, which is salvation. He said, but the sandals of the one coming, I can't carry the sandals. I, I'm unworthy to even uh, go as low as the office of a servant. I'm not even worthy to be a servant of the one who's coming. That's humility. How many would, uh, would, would, would uh, agree that that's some kind of humility that he would say, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even be able to carry the sandals of this man named Jesus that's coming. He's coming with power. He's coming with increase. He's coming with something that I, that, that I can't handle. Amen. Only he can handle what he's coming with. And in our last session, we talked about the experience. John knew something that others didn't know. He knew that the kingdom was coming and would be characterized by a great display of power. That it was going to be different. When, when Jesus showed up, everything was going to change. And the power of God would come through this individual and he would pour out and, 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 and he would pour out the baptism. This was a different baptism of what John the Baptist was doing. This was a baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then we, we talked about this experience. We've been talking about this experience, the power that was received that day in Acts 2 that was a power of the Holy Ghost to, to be a, the Bible says He gave us the power to be a witness. And He gave us the power uh, so that He could assist us. I'm thankful that I have assistance in this thing. Amen. So He gave me the power to witness of Him. 
He gave me some assistance. He gave me the tools that I need in the kingdom to build and establish the kingdom into the earth. God has spoken to us that this is the hour of the plower. Amen? That this is the hour that we're going to be apostolic diggers. We're going to dig into the ground the kingdom of God, not for us, but for our children. And, and sometimes that digging will not be in a public place such as today. But it's going to be, listen, God has given you the ability to intercede and to dig something that's beyond your ability uh, to, to plant, to build, to dig. He said, I'm going to give you houses you didn't build, vineyards you didn't grow. There's no other way to step into that kind of dimension outside of this empowerment. In our last session, we talked about the experience and receiving that power and how that it, it gives us the ability to tap into what he said, that there's going to be uh, the works that I've done that you will see. But he said, you're going to go beyond that. There's going to be, uh, as you seek, as you uh, pursue my presence, I will, I will at each step, I will pull, uh, pull you in and push you into a greater potential. And when you think you've tapped out, when you think you've gotten to your limit of potential, God says, no. He breaks all ties. He breaks all limits. He breaks all confinements by way of the Spirit. But the only way that He can do that is through people who are hungry. You say, what are you hungry for? Hungry for heaven. Is there anybody hungry for heaven? See, when we used to say that in the old time, people got so excited because they had heard of streets of gold, walls of jasper, gates of pearl, the crystal river, river flowing through the city. And I'm thankful for that place and I'm excited about that place. But I want you to understand that he's establishing his kingdom right here and right now on earth as it is in heaven. And the more you seek Him, the Bible says, if you seek Him, you will find Him. And the Bible says in Acts 4, we see that uh, after Acts 2, we preached about this this past Sunday, that they uh, that Acts 2, they were empowered with, uh, with the Spirit of God. And then all of a sudden, we see in Acts 4, they had been persecuted, they had been beaten, they had been bruised, they had been ridiculed. And the Bible says that they, uh, uh, they, they, they had to pursue after the presence. Now, they had already receive the power of God but how many knows you have to go beyond just receiving in one day's time that you have to continue to pursue uh, all that God has for you and in Acts 4 we see that that, that this, these beatings this ridicule, uh, this pressure this bruising got into them and fear tried to creep in and frustration tried to creep in and fatigue tried to creep in and, and so they went to a place and they assembled together, that's why it's important that we join one another faith because I need you and you need my faith so that we can uh, open up an opportunity for God to pour out again. So we see here that in Acts 4 that they prayed and the Bible says that the place began to fill up with the Holy Ghost just as it did in Acts 2 and they begin to speak the word of God. The Bible says they asked for boldness. They asked for authority. Guess what they got? They got boldness and they got authority. Come on somebody. If you'll ask for it, God says I will give it tonight. And, and so they got boldness and they got authority and God released his power. They were, they were uh, uh, persecuted. But here's what I want you to understand. If we don't uh, continue to pursue the presence of God, persecution, I said this Sunday and we'll say it again. Persecution will paralyze our purpose without the presence. I'm going to say that again. Par uh, the, the persecution will paralyze your purpose, your promise, your potential without the presence of God, without the power of God. You will focus. 
showed up, you will give in, you will give up. But we must always, turn to your neighbor and tell them, always pursue the presence. Do whatever you got to do. Turn your soaking music on. Whatever it is you got to do to tap into the dimensions of divinity, to tap into heaven's realms. Do whatever it is. If they call you crazy, do what you got to do to pursue his presence. Because without his presence, we will fall. Without his presence, we will break down. Without his presence, I'll lose my mind. Without his presence, I'll never tap into the full measure that God has for my family, that God has for my children. I'm the one who will hinder the next generation. So he said those who are hungry and thirsty, those are the ones to be filled. The ones who'll show up on a Wednesday night. He said, I'm going to fill the Wednesday nighters. Come on. Those who tuned in on, online. He said, I'm going to fill you up till you overflow. Because you're pursuing the presence. You could be watching Netflix. You could be watching whatever you want to watch. But you said, I got to tune in. Because whatever that anointing is, I got to tap into it. And Jesus wanted uh, you to understand that he has a, a potential in you to launch out just like these disciples and showed up in an unexpected moment to handle different, difficult dilemmas. Listen, Jesus could have done it a different way. Jesus could have of himself, when they come up to a, diff a difficult dilemma, he could have just showed up. He could have just showed up and helped this one out and helped that one out. But what he chose for you and I, this ought to excite you tonight. He chose to give you the same potential that he walked around with. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. I, I, that right there ought to made you just jump to your feet, clap your hands, because that means that there's no demon that can destroy you. There's no evil that can eliminate you. There's no power in hell that can stop God's power in your life. Jesus, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, I want you to understand, just tap yourself and say that same river, that same power lives on the inside of me and don't you dare ever forget it. Somebody, sometimes you got to wait out just a little bit deeper. Sometimes you got to pursue a word. Sometimes you got to get in the presence. Sometimes you got to do whatever. Get all of the distractions and the cobwebs in this season. Let me tell you something. The enemy will do everything and he can in this season. He will place you around demons. He will, uh, the enemy will do everything he can to distract you. He'll try to put cobwebs in your mind. He'll try to put cobwebs in your heart. But I come to tell the devil you've come too late. He'll try to put some spiders on you. But somebody needs to shake the spider off. Shake the snake off. Come on somebody. Shake that depression off. Shake condemnation off. Shake the guilt off. Come on. I wish I had some people who want to go deep deeper tonight. Is there anybody say I'm going deeper tonight? Because that same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that unstopped deaf ears, listen to me, the same power that made the lame to walk, the dumb to talk, caused blinded eyes to see you have that same ability on the inside of you. Woo! Hallelujah. And what he had promised in Luke chapter number 11 verse 13 was now available to them to those who asked for it. Come on somebody, turn to your neighbor and tell me you got to ask for it. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. 
Knock and the door will be open to you. Come on, when did we quit knocking? When did we quit asking? When did we quit seeking the, seeking the secrets of heaven? Why have we stopped? Trying to get into the streams of life. Jesus was his demonstration here on earth. And Jesus came and he died. Why did he die? So that I could be forgiven. Come on, somebody. You haven't failed him too much tonight. I don't care what you even did last night. Here's what I'm here to tell you. His grace, hallelujah, is sufficient for thee. I'm here to tell you that his blood is more powerful than the sin you got yourself in. I wish somebody would give God praise for his salvation plan. Give God praise for his blood right now. Give God praise for his promise of another life. Give God praise for a way of escape. Come on, somebody. Your sin is no match for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may have messed up last month, but God says, I'm going to pull you back in. I'm going to set you right on the front lines because God don't throw you in the trash and he don't throw you to the back. He just sets you up for more. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus, he, Jesus, he, 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 he manifested Jesus uh, so that we could enter into this place of, of the, the uh, indwelling presence of God. That, that indwelling presence of God. Somebody shout the indwelling presence. That indwelling presence comes in because we asked for it. That when we felt the convicting power of the Holy Ghost pulling and tugging on our hearts, we allowed that indwelling presence in. As he knocked on the door, we opened and he said, I'm going to come in and I'm going to sup with you. But he also came. I want you to understand he came to usher in a kingdom. Come on. He came to usher in not only salvation unto you, but how many knows that he has come to give you life. And he's come to give you not just a little lack life over here just a little limited to life some of us love our limited life but God came to give you more I need you to tap your neighbor and just push them into more right now Somebody, if you if you think somebody needs a little push I, 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 somebody can come up here and push me because I'll go, go ahead Holy Ghost give me a little push I don't know about you but sometimes I need a preacher to push me into more I need a preacher to tell me that there's more than salvation I need an evangelist to come and light my flame. Come on somebody. I need a prophet to come and point their little finger in me and at me and tell me that where you're at you need to get away from that. Come on somebody. I need an apostle to come and start building and establishing some things on the inside of me so that I can build and establish some things in earth. Woo, hallelujah. Somebody shout more. Say it again more. And the kingdom of God was released in Acts 2. He said, I'm releasing and ushering in a kingdom, not just for there, but I'm ushering in a kingdom in this place in earth, the kingdom of God. And of this kingdom, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that the flower will fade and the grass will wither and the flower will fade, but this kingdom will never end. Hallelujah. This word is established. This word will be sustained. What are you saying? If he said you can be healed, no devil can stop your healing. If he said your sons and daughters shall be delivered, they're coming out of that addiction. They're coming out of that struggle. They're coming out of the streets. They're coming out of those relationships. Somebody shout Holy Spirit. Somebody shout fire. 
Hallelujah. The disciples were mesmerized at stories told in past times. I believe that Jesus sat around campfires. Hallelujah. And I believe he would tell them stories. And he would tell them of what God would do through little people. Hallelujah. How many knows God can do things through little people? God can do things through people you counted out. God can do things through you that you counted out. God can do things through a Gideon who's in a wine press trying to save bread from the Midianites. And the, Isra- the, the, the Midianites had come and besieged the Israelites and had taken everything from them. But then comes an angel. Hallelujah. Comes right down in the pit. I'm here to tell you, if you're in the pit, just hold on. He's about to send an angel your way. And he takes a little Gideon that everybody else counted out. And Gideon even believed all the words that people told him. You're a little poor little thing. You're the poorest and the least in your family. You're the poorest in Manasseh. But here's what I want to tell you. Those are the type of people that God likes to get to. Those are the type of people that God likes to use. And I'm here to tell you, you may feel a little puny in this season. You may feel a little lacked. But I've come to tell you that there's an angel coming your way that's going to strengthen you. That's going to pull you up. Come on, somebody. You're not staying in the pit he's pulling you up and out for purpose somebody just take 30 seconds and give him a praise in this house come on you can do better than that I've seen you praise him somebody praise him like you want more somebody praise him like you're ready somebody praise him like you know that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above everything that you've asked Same with Samson. He anointed Samson. Samson went down to the gate. And he grabbed the gates of the city. And he picked those gates up to declare, My God is greater. And he carried them all the way up the mountain, just like Jesus carried the cross up the hill, just to prove. That you can come at me with all the weapons of the enemy just like a little David that defeated the lion and the bear. Those were just practice work. And then all of a sudden he comes on that filthy Philistine spirit of Goliath. The Goliath that's tried to intimidate you. I'm here to tell you right now the season of giant intimidation over your life. Come on somebody. The season of fear. The season of that struggle in your mind. I hear a little David boy coming out of the wilderness. I hear a little David boy that's coming out of the shepherd's field. God's getting ready to anoint you for this time. I wish I had some help up in here. God's getting ready to anoint you to be a king. He's going to get, listen, David David was anointed one time, but he was anointed another time. And then he was anointed another. Turn and tell tell your neighbor, you can't live on last year's anointing. Come on, somebody. You can't live on last season's anointing because what God is going to do in this season, he had you to protect some sheep in one season, but he's going to have you taking out giants. Oh, somebody praise him because you got a giant killer on the inside of you. My God, I'm trying to settle down. It's Wednesday night. 
fearlessly he stood against Goliath. My prayer tonight is that you fearlessly stand against the giants in your life when you leave this place tonight. And that you can boldly look the devil in the eye and say, you come at me with a spear and a sword. Oh, but I got something greater. You come to me with that sickness and disease, but I got one that's greater than the devil of disease. Come on, somebody. I got somebody that already cured cancer. I got somebody that already cured COVID. Somebody stand up and give God praise for the Holy Ghost and the fire of God. Woo! Somebody praise him like you know it. Praise him like you mean it. Walk out of here different than the way you came. Woo! Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost for a minute. Come on, just pray in the Holy. Stir yourself up in the most holy faith. Fill us up, oh God. We want more. We want more of you. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus promised the power and he, then he delivered the power. And when he delivered the power, things changed. In the book of Acts, things changed. In the book of Acts 4, just a few chapters later, things changed. In the chapter 9, things changed. In chapter 10, things changed. In chapter 19, we see another outpouring. We see another power release. I'm here to tell you that God is releasing pockets of power because he's about to do something big. If you believe it, somebody give God praise for the pocket he just stepped you into. You may be seated just for a few moments because I got more word. They launched into a powerful destiny. You know, God has a powerful destiny in you. He has a powerful destiny in you for someone else. I want to echo that, that the same power that he said was available to them is available to you. I want you to push your neighbor one more time just to encourage them. Listen, surely our immunity has built up some around here. Push somebody and tell them God meant to launch you, not limit you. What the en- enemy meant to limit you, God said, I'm about to launch you. Oh, I wish I had somebody. God's going to use what the enemy meant to limit you to launch you. Are you hearing me? Yeah, there's power in the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. And, and when he comes upon you, it's transformative. It's, it's a movement. It's a shift. It's a launching. And we see that in Acts 2, there was the launching of the church. There was an outpouring. There was such an empowerment that we've already talked about this, that Peter was completely different than he was just a few moments before. 3,000 souls at one time. My God, somebody get excited that that's what you're walking into. That you're getting ready to plow. That this is the hour of the plower. And it may be dirty and it may be messy and it may be ugly. But it's going to be worth it when you see your son come home. When you see your daughter that you counted out. She's coming out and coming into the kingdom of God. 
Hallelujah. And God will pour out his spirit upon flesh. The Bible says, and sons and daughters will prophesy. Somebody turn to me and say they will. Young men shall see vision. Young men will see a vision. Old men will dream dreams. That's why dreams are increasing. That's why visions are increasing. That's why the prophetic is rising. Let me go ahead and tell you why there's so much prophecy in the day and hour that we're living in. Because he said your servants, your men, and your women will prophesy. Come on, somebody. I'm here to tell every one of you that God's no respecter of person to a preacher. He's no respecter of person to a a prophet he's no respecter of person to an evangelist but he said the layman's gonna prophesy the women gonna prophesy the children gonna prophesy the servants are and life and death are in what we say isn't it interesting we're in the moment of declaration and what we declare will be demonstrated what we declare will manifest what we magnify. Because what you magnify is what you're going to speak of. But after the sound, after the wind, after the encounter, after what they had been waiting for was released, they waited for the shift. They waited for the transformation. They waited for the movement. They waited for the launching. And I want to say this, that there's some deep things that's coming that you may have to wait for. You don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit. But there's some things in the Spirit that you might have to wait for. Come on, somebody. Just lift your hands. I feel the Spirit in that. Just lift your hands and say, God, I'll wait. Come on. Just like they waited in a 120 of them, decided to wait. Say, I'll be one. I'll be one that'll wait. Hallelujah. Encourage your neighbor right and tell him it's going to be worth the wait. The same promise is for you. This power is for you if you've never experienced this Holy Ghost power. If you're online and you don't know what the Holy Ghost is, he's a lot better than Casper. And he is a friendly ghost. Come on, somebody, let hunger pull you in right now. So many people are hungry for the supernatural. Tap into the right thing. And the Bible says that when He comes upon you, just like He came upon them, you won't have to wonder. There's no uncertainty. When the Holy Ghost comes in the room, there's no room for doubt. I'm going to say that again because I need to say it clearly. When the Holy Ghost steps into a room, doubt cannot remain there. When the Holy Ghost steps into a room, fear cannot reside there. When the Holy Ghost enters into the room, there's a boldness that comes on you, that will come in you, that will work through you. 
Because when he comes into the room, it's certain you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to say this. It, it, you don't, there's no room for doubt, but there is room for a type of wonder. And that wonder is the wonder of him. Never lose that wonder of what he can do when the Holy Ghost steps into the room. Don't you dare lose the awe of God. Let me tell you something. You better be that little kid that you're just waiting for what's about to be unwrapped. He said the faith of a child. He said if you'll have the faith of a little child, he said there will be things that you'll tap into that you never dreamed that you could tap into if you will just have the faith and the expectancy. Expectancy is the breeding ground for a breakthrough, is a breeding ground for your miracle. Come on, don't ever come in the house just thinking you're going to sit comfortable in your cushion and then you're going to go home unchanged. But when you come to the house of God, you better come with the hunger of heaven. God better hear your stomach growling for the glory. Come on, somebody. You better come in starving for more of God. How many is like that tonight? Just lift your hands and say, I'm hungry for more. I'm hungry for more. I'm hungry for heaven. I'm hungry for the things of God. I'm hungry for His desire. Dr. Luke said that when the Spirit of God came into a place, the demonstration was that there was wind. There was a sound. Somebody shout, there was a sound. There was wind. And there was fire. There was a sound, there was wind, and there was fire. If you feel the Holy Ghost blowing on you, just know that He's about to change you. If you hear the sound of heaven coming out of a vessel, just go ahead and surrender to the sound. If you feel a little heated up, just go ahead and understand that the Holy Ghost has entered the building and doubt has left the building. Come on. If you hear the sound of heaven, just go ahead and surrender and be yielded to it. Because when God pours out His Spirit, He he lights up a room. Hallelujah. When God pours out His Spirit, he, there's no place for doubt. When God lights up a room, there will be miracles. There will be signs. There will be wonders. And people will witness of the wonders of heaven. And they will understand that something entered this house. Something has entered your house. Something has entered your heart. Because everything about you will transition. Everything about you will change. Yes, Jesus saved me. But the Holy Ghost came carried me. Yes, Jesus brought me out of darkness into light but the Holy Ghost gives me the ability to tap into some tools. It gives me access to some keys. I wish I had somebody in this place right now that would just stand up in faith, not in arrogance but in humility and say God, I thank you that you gave me access. I, I thank you that you opened up a portal because you saw a hungry heart. You you saw somebody who was thirsty. You saw somebody who was desperate for you to come. Come on, just lift your hands toward heaven right now and just begin to worship him in your own way. Matter of fact, Zach, if you're close, why don't you go ahead and come? I've got a little bit more word, but let's go ahead. I feel the shift. Come on, just lift your hands. Don't lose that. Don't lose that. Turn to your neighbor and just say, desire more. Hallelujah. Lord, just now, just begin to share your heart with God. I desire more, God. I, 
Come on, just I want more of you. If that's your heart, if that's your spirit, and you came here for that, just begin to convince Him of it. Hallelujah. Come on. Just begin to convince Him that you want more. Begin to convince Him that you want, that you are pursuing His presence. Begin to convince Him that you want to tap into this power. Let Him hear your hunger tonight. Come on. Lift your hands and let Him hear the sound of your hunger. Let Him hear the sound of your desperation. Let Him see your wants and your desires. Let hunger put a demand on an experience and a demonstration tonight that will change your life forever. Come on, come on. He wants to hear. He wants to hear your hunger. He wants to hear that desire. He wants to hear that thirst as a deer pants for the water. He's looking for that one that is so hungry, that's so desperate, that's so thirsty to get to him. Right now, begin to release that hunger. Come on. Come on, stand to your feet right now. Right now, just begin to release that hunger. Shebo sataye. Right now, begin to release. I want more of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want you. Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, paraclete. I need you. I need to lean on you, lean into you, learn from you. Come on, lift your hands toward heaven. Holy Spirit, we want you. We want the full expression of you. We want the full measure of you. We need you. We got to have you. Without you, Lord Jesus, we're nothing. Thank God for the blood that saved me. But I'm thankful for this Spirit, Holy Spirit, you, the friend that's with me through. Uh, the Holy Spirit demonstrates and manifests the reality of the kingdom dimension. Without Holy Spirit, there's nothing that I can do. But with Holy Spirit, there's nothing I can't do. Come on, somebody. God wants to tap you in to Holy Spirit. Because with Holy Spirit, you're an influencer. Come on. With Holy Spirit, you're a witness. With Holy Spirit, you're a soul winner. With Holy Spirit, you're a gift giver. With Holy Spirit, you are a kingdom carrier. God is speaking to someone right now. And He's saying, move forward. And I hear the Lord saying right now, as I'm praying this over you, and as I'm declaring this over you, I hear God saying, because of your hunger, I'm going to tap you into creative power. There's a hungry heart for creativity. I don't know the dimension or the level or even what you've been praying for. And I don't know if you're online or if you're in this building. But I just heard the Lord say that somebody has been hungry for creativity in this season. And God says, I'm releasing creative power for the hungry. I heard the Lord say, He's planned a purpose for you now. The last plan was for then. He said, but I've got a purpose for you today. I've got a plan for you to reach out through experience. Come on, somebody. I've got a plan for you to reach out. I've got a plan for you to reach out. Just like I stepped in the life of a fisherman and, ch and changed his gifting for a different perspective and a different purpose. I hear the Lord saying, don't be, uh, 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 don't be shocked when I use your gift for a different purpose. That where you used to fish for natural things. <laughs> God said, you were fishers for fish. He said, but I'm going to make you fishers of men. 
Come on, lift your hands for somebody else right now. That's what God is doing. It's about Him. It's about them. It's about reaching. It's about sacrificing. It's about going when the doors are open. Walk through it. God says, I'm taking you through a door because you're hungry for it, because you're thirsty for it, because you're desperate for more. God says, I'm going to, I'm going to operate kingdom dimension in you. I'm going to operate kingdom dimension through you. I'm going to have you to understand that when you tap into Holy Spirit, God's going to speak to somebody to move. God's going to speak to somebody to shift tonight as I'm talking to you. I believe that God's going to grace you to deliver others from what you've been delivered for from. Hallelujah. God's going to grace you to deliver others from what you've been delivered from. Hallelujah. God's going to use you. God's about to use your gift to give you the power to go. He's going to give, He gave you the gift for heavenly dimension. He gave you the gift for a platform for His name to be glorified. But with Him, you will plow in this season and you will manifest the reality of the kingdom in your gift. Everything that you do, every action that you make. I, I want to speak to an app apostolic digger right now. Now I want to talk to an intercessor and I believe that God is going to use you in a greater dimension that you are an apostolic digger that everything that we've been talking about God says you may not be seen but the things that you're praying for will be. Hallelujah. You may not be seen. You may be in the corner and you may be faithful in the corner but I hear God saying that if you'll stay faithful in the corner he said I'm going to give you the field. Hallelujah. He said if you stay faithful in the corner he said I'm going to give you handfuls on purpose he said if you're faithful in the corner he said I'm about to bring you the greatest harvest that you've ever that you've only dreamed of come on somebody God's saying if you'll build it they will come if you will build it in prayer I will manifest it among you I will manifest it among you in closing as we move forward, I want to give each and every one of you an opportunity to be introduced to the Holy Spirit. And some of you say, I've already been introduced to Holy Spirit. Not this dimension. Come on, somebody. There's deeper. Jesus relied on the Holy Spirit for miracles. He relied on the Holy Spirit to preach. He relied on the Holy Spirit when he used Peter's boat for a pulpit and taught the people. And that Holy Spirit was so noticed upon him, Brian, that people pressed in. Come on, lift your hands and say, I want that kind of influence. Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you every hour of my life. When I'm preaching, I need you, God. When I'm, when I'm a father, I need you. When I'm a husband, I need you. When I'm a businessman, I need you. I want you right now to focus on Him. Don't be distracted. Lift your hands and focus on Him. Come on, come on. He's going to break off some addictions too tonight. I feel that in my spirit. There's some addictions that need to be dealt with. I don't know if you're online or in this building, but God says, I'm breaking it tonight and you won't desire it ever again because Holy Spirit's here. Holy Spirit's enough. 
Everybody stand to your feet if you can just for a few moments and I'm closing. I promise you this. I come to tell you Holy Spirit wants to care for you tonight. Holy Spirit wants to help you tonight. Holy Spirit wants to instruct you tonight. And through His full provision by way of Holy Spirit, He will supply whatever it is that you need tonight. So what are you saying? I'm looking for the hungry that's in pursuit of more of Holy Spirit. I'm looking for the heart that says yesterday's anointing was good, but it's not enough. God, I need the anointing for this season. Because I can't break yokes of this season with yesterday's anointing. Are you hearing me right now? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to count to three. And if that's you and you're in pursuit of Holy Spirit and you're in pursuit and you're hungry and you're desperate and you're thirsty for revival and you're thirsty for everything that's been declared over your life. Maybe some of you have some children. Maybe some of you have some lost loved ones and you've not seen them come into the kingdom of God. I'm here to tell you, don't you dare quit because this is the hour. I said this is the hour of the plower. This is the hour of the harvest. Don't you dare give up on them because God is about to bring them in. But He's going to bring them in through your petition. He's going to bring them in through your prayers. He's going to bring them in through your intercession. And I'm not leaving anybody out. If you need a healing and you haven't seen it yet, pursue Holy Spirit. Because in Holy Spirit is healing. In Holy Spirit is deliverance. I feel this thing tonight. In Holy Spirit, every prison door begins to open up. In Holy Spirit, there's no limit. There's no restrictions. There's no boundaries in Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.